Welcome to the show. <laughs> this guy got a mistletoe belt on. Gosh, that is bad. The whole plane smells like weed. Those were the days. It's a joke, you idiot. Looked in the mirror, I'm like, <laughs> Good old innocent fun. Welcome back, everybody, to Troublemakers, the podcast where each week we bring on a guest and they tell crazy stories about their lives. I'm your host, Dylan Krasinski, coming to you from a beautiful day in Brooklyn. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, my number two, the man in charge, the big dog, Mr. Ray Zawadney. Oh, thank you so much, Dylan. And uh, more importantly, thank you, everybody that's been listening, uh, watching us, uh, full videos uh, out there on the YouTube, new every single Wednesday, uh, reels, shorts, whatever you We're need. doing it all. We're doing it all. <laughs> and uh, and the audio listeners, uh, also the Spotify and your Apple Pods, Thank you so much. And if you are listening to us on there and you enjoy us, uh, one way to help us out is please leave us one of those ratings and reviews. Five stars if you're leaving us nothing a less. rating. Nothing less. We will accept nothing less. Um, so I want to thank everybody that's left five stars. Everybody that hasn't, I see a couple of people that have left one. There's a, that one star guy out there who I fucking threatened Fuck him, last dude. week. Uh, I, will, I will. I f- will. Uh, hey, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want, but I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> violent dude and uh, and if he's listening to this episode he's going to change he's going to change that fucking star rating because we have a fantastic guest on the show Hot today uh matt fultron everybody it's great <laughs> does it it's not stop on its here. own it's it stops after like not seven when I'm seconds here, <laughs> ray always ray does always do you can tell if you listen you can tell when ray does the claps because he'll go <laughs> and I'll just turn it off. I'm like, dude, let it play out, man. I'm I'm like an audience in a swanky New York room where they'll go, ha <laughs> And then they're ready for the next joke. Not yeah, good. you can't give people too much love. They'll yeah. get cocky. They'll get lazy. So I'm glad. But that, that was nice to have that applause. Yeah, hell from, yeah. From, Feels from, nice, right? Two guys felt like a million people. Yeah, yeah right? studio audience, you know? Yeah. We do. We and bring I'm that kind of energy. Kind of wondering about the other buttons. So this gives oh, me dude. something exciting, dude. No, uh, they'll they'll come up. They're very I'm sure fun, they will. dude. I'm sure they will. <laughs> they're, Are some fun. of them offensive? Maybe. Who knows? Oh, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that you're threatening someone's life within the first two minutes. I, I, you know, it's I do it every time by accident. It's so funny, like to think about a situation where you might be. You're not thinking about it now, but like child custody or something and they just like play that shit in court and you're like your honor it's clearly a joke but then the jury's like i don't know about Dude, this guy la- last week ray gave him my address thank god i'm moving tomorrow but uh ray goes that. come to fucking 168 koopa street and i'll beat your ass you just gave it again i, I do that as a bit I-, I can't wait for the guy that's like hey I'm one star. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. I'm going to have to fight this guy in the street. One star works out. Yeah. No, one star has no confidence. He's never confronting you face to face. No way, he, dude. He, he doesn't live in the city. Not even using his real name. Fake yeah. Name. Yeah. I think I think the name is like Dylan is gay. Oh, <laughs> I'm right. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure right. that's the name of so, the review. So Dylan's getting it harder than you. Yeah, yeah so for you know. sure. Yeah, I got it pretty hard. Well, there, well there's one that's uh, and I mentioned it. There, there's a five star review out there, but it's 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 uh, it's it's negative. Uh-huh. He left five stars. He must have fucked up. But he left five stars, right. and he's like, "This show sucks." Dylan's a fucking loser. <laughs> Dude, uh, every podcast you look at, it's like, or any show or any fucking YouTube you look yeah. at, it's just, there's no three-star reviews. Oh, it's just 501, and four-star reviews are baffling. Oh, it oh, blows my mind. So are two. 
It's literally just their friends and enemies leaving ratings. Yeah. Friends and enemies, uh-huh. friends and enemies. All you got to do is like go look at the Beatles YouTube, like a song on oh, YouTube, yeah. and it'd be like 8,000 thumbs down. Yeah. Like, this band fucking sucks. <laughs> they were like around 50 years ago and people are still talking about yeah, that. Mostly positive. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly positive. Mostly positive. You're they, just almost objectively wrong at that point. Dude, all the, all the comments are like, Rolling Stones lover, this band sucks. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like, what's going on? Technically, I like the B side of this version. The uh-huh. fucking nerds ruin everything too. I'm tired of being nice to nerds. I can't see you, be- <laughs> dude. I, I feel the same way about autistic people. You know, it's. <laughs> I forgot we're doing the podcast. <laughs> I can't see you getting a lot of mean. Oh, comments. I get tons of mean stuff, and really? this is just going to open the door. But yeah, I'm here to tell you, everybody gets it. If you think I don't get it, I get it. Yeah. I get the mean things to the point where it's so personal and so inside your head. Like th- these people are evil. They know like your greatest fears. They know what you don't like about yourself. Oh, they're yeah. tapped into it. Oh yeah. And they like, they come after you, man. And just like, boom, they get you. And there's your day. Maybe your week. Dude. You'll be on stage like thinking about the comments. <laughs> oh, yep. Dude, the they mo- were right. The most is great. It's like, what's up fucking collarbones? <laughs> What? I don't you, even You could tell that this got to me because this is probably the nineteenth time I've brought this up uh, on a podcast. Yeah. Is I, I posted know. one clip and it and it had dude, it got like less than a thousand fucking views and some one comment on it, just one, and it goes, Could you be any fatter? <laughs> I see that, and that night my girlfriend gets to my apartment. I'm meeting her outside, and she's like, "She's like, hey, Ray. She's like, I got you. I got you some Starburst." So when I went to the store, I was like, "I can't have it. I don't even want it." And it's just like, man, why did I let that affect me? Yeah, dude, this happened like three months ago, and I'm Ray's still, still thinking about, about it. 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 It fucking it hurts. I want and, and it ruins your fucking snacks. It does. You know what I mean? It puts like a little extra guilt in there. Dude, I didn't eat the Starburst till the day after. Right. <laughs> but you didn't throw them out. That's no, good. Fine. That's I'm, not good. A, I'm not a yeah. monster. I mean, your lady gave them to you. Yeah. So. It's, a gift, it's a gift. It just, <laughs> it's a gift. It was that one thing that that guy that I don't know posted. And I just, I thought way too analytically about him. I was like, no, he's just being mean. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, I could be fatter. There are fatter, <laughs> pe- there are fatter I, people than I me exist. It's for anyone, if this is an American citizen criticizing you, yeah. they've got a lot more work to do yeah, as right? far as shaming people. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty slim compared to a lot of people in this country. Oh, yeah, dude. Until you start getting TV TV offers from TLC, you're right, good. Right, you're good. right, right. You know, you know what's terrible with the, with the trolls is when one good citizen tries to argue with the troll, oh, but now yeah. you're getting tagged. And like they're antagonizing the bully and the bully is just shitting on you harder and harder. But the other person is like arguing with them. And so you're just getting like all this shit. Even if you have the person blocked, you'll see somebody arguing with your known troll and you'll be like, oh, my known troll is at it again. And like your curiosity gets you. It's like when your mom sticks up for you. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. We got one fucking loser on YouTube who always leaves negative comments. Uh, And I'm pretty sure he subscribes. And I'm like, what are you... What are you doing? You come back here every week just to leave a comment? One person, when they came out to my podcast specifically, they're like, this is the hardest podcast I've ever had to endure. And I, I never I never interact with them and be like, endure? Like, what are you, in fucking solitary confinement and they're playing it? Like, just fucking unsubscribe, yeah. dude. There's like like hundreds and thousands of podcasts yeah. at this point. Sw- Celebrities are doing them now. Swipe oh, yeah. out of the fucking app. You don't have to listen to me. <sighs> <laughs> Dude, the, speaking of the best thing that I ever saw is uh, we were having our 10 year high school reunion 
and uh, there's like a group made and like all these people are invited and this girl that used to get bullied in high school comments and goes, why the fuck would I want to go somewhere where everybody was mean to me and see these people again? <laughs> and then what proceeded is everybody just re-bullying her in these comments. They were like, why you got to bring that fucking negative energy in here? Yo, she was weird as fuck back in the day anyways. Oh, I was like, no! Why did she do that to oh, herself? It's so funny too because she just went to the reunion people oh. who've been fake enough to be nice to yeah her. hey yeah. how's How it going great to see that? you i bet you've changed <laughs> i was a real dick back then turns <laughs> out i'm still a dick you know everybody's still a dick no one's grown up on the internet yet no like people have grown up in person right like <laughs> oh, there's yeah, assholes yeah, yeah. from high school who will be nice to you and maybe even apologize yeah. but on online no just pile in fucking oh, go yeah. about your day they don't even remember what yeah, they wrote like, you. Hey, you I'm know? super sorry. I called you pancake tits uh, <laughs> yeah. all of high school. You're not wrong. Nobody is posting on Facebook to show how much they've grown. <laughs> you know? They're, they're going on there to be secretly mean. Yeah, that's, that is true. I, I'm just glad I didn't have the internet when I was like, I don't know, 17, 18. Yeah. Because I remember like, I would, you know, I'd make like really mean jokes about celebrities and stuff. <laughs> yeah. If I had the access to just like write them. I don't, instead, my band made a, a song about Mr. T, which was mostly <laughs> positive. Really? The third verse was negative, but no one ever heard it. What, 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 was, what the, was the negativity? The negativity. Of Mr. T. The negativity is so naive for me at this point. It was like, you know, the second verse was about like, the, the first verse is like the origin. Yeah. The second verse is about like the glory. And the third verse is like how, how you know, how his career's fallen off. And this is like 92 or something. You know what I mean? Now I look at Mr. T and I'm like, this dude was a bouncer and he had his own show on NPC when that mattered. Oh. He was in Rocky Three. Yeah. Like that shit's That's crazy. huge and it's good enough. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> it's good enough. Yeah. I remember one line was, and then he made that guest appearance on Blossom. His career is either dead or it's playing possum. Oh. <laughs> it Yo. was a cool song. The, the you chorus, gotta put this song the, out. I don't know where it is. The chorus <laughs> yeah. was uh, the, we actually learned it like without tablature of the, the he had a cartoon. It was like ah, oh, Mr. T. <laughs> That's the downside of no internet. We were a pretty fucking cool band. We oh. speaking of high school, we named our band after a bully in high school. We called ourselves the Kevin Murphys. We were like <laughs> some hilarious. funny fucking guys. Isn't it funny how funny you are before you're a comedian? Oh, oh yeah. That's when you just let it fly. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I think I was funnier. I know I was. I yeah. know my, I was. My heart was in it. <laughs> now it's like work and like I got to stay on it. And yeah. I'm like, is that funny? Is that funny? Is that funny? Back then I knew I was funny. Yeah. It is interesting. I, I feel like every comic was not the funniest person in their group of friends right, either. Right, right, right. I talked to so many guys. And I, was like, I wasn't for sure. Right. It was just like you wanted to be and that's why you did this. Mm -hmm. But there are so many dudes who are just like so fucking funny. Back in yeah, the day. yeah, yeah. Just lights out. Oh yeah, yeah but never th miss. Those skills apply better as like, like, uh, like I don't know, like, a, like, like a, even like a Volvo agent, yeah, or something. <laughs> you know, like office. something that has to yeah. talk with, deal with people. Our day jobs were always like, we look like, you know, <laughs> we look like assholes <laughs> at our day jobs and stuff. Even like before we get on stage, we're like. <clears throat> Yeah. Somebody comes to talk to you like I'm a fan. Fuck off. Yeah, you going into the ring? What's happening? <laughs> or, or working yes. a working a day job? You don't tell anybody that you do comedy. Yeah. No, yeah. no. I did though. I was so silly. I was like, I would invite people out to the shows. I used to do a lot of bringer shows. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I and then like, not only did I do it once, I did it every time I had a bringer show. I'd like advertise it on the uh, 
the company email, which was so silly. <laughs> but luckily, hilarious. but luckily, it dropped off naturally. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. That was the best piece of advice I got when I first started. Was someone told me he was like, uh, "Oh, are those your friends?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." It was like my fifth time doing stand up, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, your friends came out. That's great." And he goes, "Yeah." you'll burn all your friends. Right. <laughs> he goes, they'll stop coming. Yeah. They'll yeah. stop. Co- and I was like, wow, that's so great. And I stopped really inviting them. Yeah. And then when you do, even now, like fucking eight, nine years later, it's like, Hey, you want to come out? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm way better now. Right, uh, right. Like it's not. And they're yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's at a legit <laughs> establishment. It's not but in the it's basement of a bar. It's not just about you. It's them. They've, yeah. They're sitting oh, yeah. through like, I don't know. Six, seven other comics yeah. that they might not like, and then one comic's gonna come after them. Yeah, oh, be like, yeah, that's yeah. a fucked up shirt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what's up, pussy? Yeah, exactly. your wife's cheating on you. You're like, what? Why would he invite us here? I'm just, just here for a nice night because I, they think you're friends with everybody. They're like, your one friend was pretty mean to us. Yeah. I don't know that guy. I don't know. Him. He's just as mean to me. Yeah. I, I didn't tell anybody when I, wor- I worked at customer service, like over the phone job, and I didn't yeah. tell anybody when I first started comedy. I was like. I'm, I'm I, I get dirty now, but like I was like all fucking you know jerking off and like all like that type of shit. Like how much would you suck a dick for a right, million dollars right, for right, a right. guy? Right. <laughs> yeah. For a second, I thought you were talking about your day job. Yeah. You were saying that at your day job, but when you were a comic, you first started. You no, no, I jokes, wasn't yeah. that guy. My day job, but uh, but somebody came to the improv in Pittsburgh. They yeah. came to see the show and I was like hosting or something. And they were like, Oh my God. It was like a lady I worked with. I was like, no. And she's just <laughs> telling everybody. Cause she didn't see me after the show. Yeah. She's, we're just at work on Monday. She was like, guess who I saw on stage. Uh, and I'm like, no, abort. Yeah. Come on. I the know. Worst. Dude. Sucks. When I, I remember I was interning when I was in law school, I was interning at the DA's office before I got a job there. Uh-huh. And dude, I was an intern. So I was quiet. I like, I have a very, uh, whenever I start things, I feel like it's always good to come in with your head down. And yeah. then people like, there was this girl, I remember she like always was crazy wild intern with me and she did not get a job because everyone hated her. I thought everyone loved her. Uh-huh. And I, Turns out, no, they like you when you're quiet and you work. Right. But, dude, I remember, like, the last day that I was there, one of the prosecutors comes in. And he goes, hey, you guys know that Dylan does stand-up? <laughs> and I was like, good. I was like, you know, I've done it a few times. Uh, you know, it's not serious. Uh, I'm, like, trying to get a job at this place. <laughs> dude, it was horrifying. Me and my wife just went on our honeymoon in Hawaii, and we're out on ah, this congratulations, boat. Congratulations, And I, I, thank you. And I, I was, I, I got off the boat and was swimming. And when I came back on, one of the, um, the, like the tour guides, they were like these young Aloha kids. They thought they were, they were like, they had their own jokes on the tour. Yeah. yeah. As a comedian, I saw right through it. I'm like, these, they do these jokes all the time. Like you, you can <laughs> yeah. smell it a mile away. But he goes, "Hey, Matt, I heard you're a comedian." I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "He goes, you're not funny." <laughs> I just got called out. Oh, brutal, dude. And there's there's not much you can do. You can't whip up some funny yeah. and be like, oh, funny, funny, funny. But it's like, by the way, I'm like, a, I'm touring on your yeah. boat. Like, I'm, I'm on not vacation, gonna, like, bitch. I'm not going to just start riffing. I'm on my honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk about this later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who does that joke where he's like, uh, but yeah. I got to tell you, I got to interview you just for a second. This, yeah. I love my wife. She's like, yeah, I didn't tip him. Fuck <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> right. Like, That's God, so good. The right woman. That's so good, man. I love that. Or you, um, you were, uh, how long were you in bands before you started doing comedy? I wasn't in bands that long. Uh, I was in a band my senior year of high school. I was in a band, um, uh, total my life, let's say four years total. 
Um, yeah. Shit. Was it like a Beastie Boys type of band? Yeah, there was two bands I had that were like a Beastie Boys. Hell yeah. And then cool. the first band I was in was like um, like a, a rock band. It was in like 91, 92. It was like, it was like I was there for the, the grunge movement. We were all on board. I actually sang, I was a singer in that band, uh, Smells yeah. Like Teen Spirit, at my pep rally. Oh, like shit. like the oh, video, cool. it was it was way more tame. Were you good? But no, I wasn't particularly good. I was a, I was a decent rapper. Yeah, I was a decent guitar player. Uh, rap music is is fun to make as like a musician because I'm 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 good rhythmically. I can keep up rhythmically yeah. and but but I'm kind of tone deaf. I don't understand chords yeah. and pitches and stuff like that. But on hip hop, you can just kind of repeat something, repeat something, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. repeat something, and it sounds really cool. It's just like a four four beat, so it's just like endless. And then, you know, we rap. But again, it's like, I'm so happy I had that freedom. Because nowadays I would have posted the first demo yeah. on there. And, yeah. and then, on the other hand, who would have noticed? Nowadays, True. it's like everybody posts everything. And it's almost like saying something out loud, except it just lasts forever. That's a you great know? point, dude. Yeah, I mean, if you could find that music of Mr. T, uh, that would be unbelievable. <laughs> I, just, I picture it going viral on TikTok and then Mr. T hearing it and being like, what the fuck? Fourth verse, <laughs> the rise of Mr. T. Hey, yeah, that's what I, I and that's and that's just us. Motherfucker, playing. I had a TV show. <laughs> like, listen, I give it up, man. You made it further than me. That's what I like. I, I Way like further than me. Adult you is just like, no, he actually had a good career. I don't know why we were talking shit on him. Let's think about it. Yeah, really. Let's good. think about it. He had a cartoon and a primetime television show and a feature length movie. I mean, come on. Dude. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Maybe he had his own cereal. An right? iconic, an iconic villain. Also. Yes, yes. And he goes by Mr. T, dude, and is famous. You know how many people's last names start with T? Yeah, he's Mr. T. He's I always at all those people. What's his last name? Nobody knows. No it's one tea. knows. <laughs> Fool. <laughs> it's fucking T, bro. It's like tuberculosis. It's like I get it. I get it. Yeah. The guy's going to change his handle. I pity Dylan. <laughs> I pity the Dylan. Dude, don't give these fuckers ideas, dude. It's nicer, actually. <laughs> I, I pity the Dylan. Dude, the, I don't know, I don't know if, how much you remember this, but because it, it was kind of, it was like one of like the first like, uh, like big weekends of comedy that I ever did in my career was when you missed out on Mike Tyson. Yes, I do remember that. I was taping the Gotham TV show here in New York. And then I and I got on a, a and while you were hanging with Mike Tyson, yes. and Tom Segura, I was uh, on a Greyhound, like already hungover by the time I sat down, um, like leaving Port Authority at like two a.m. to get to Pittsburgh oh, to, shit. to do those shows. Because because I remember it was like it was the second like host weekend I've ever yeah. done, and I was like so green and so nervous, and I was like I was like a, I was a fan of. Segura at that right. point too, so I, I was in the green room and I I did the like, hey, is there anything like you want me to do? He's like, he's like, yeah, Mike Tyson's in the audience. Don't fuck up. <laughs> and and he, and I was and like and like he started laughing and then I was like and, and I like leave and I was like that's a weird random thing sure, to say. Yeah. And then I I noticed there's like extra security and I go up and then I get off stage and I was like, yeah, Mike Tyson is here. Right. And then fucking, yeah. And then it became a whole thing because Tom talked about it on his special. Yeah, it became yeah. like his closing bit yeah. for that special. And I, on one hand, I was like kind of bummed out. Yeah. On the other hand, I was like, I'm not, I'm not like a huge boxing fan, but you do want to see that. Is one oh, person like, yeah. like you, I know you experienced this just by the story you told. You're like, maybe you like Mike Tyson, maybe you don't. But when he's in the building, 
you want to goddamn see him with your own eyeballs. Oh, yeah. Tom said he was smoking in his green room, in were, Tom's green room. They were smoking Like, just helps himself. Oh, oh weed. Okay, that God. makes sense. Yeah. I thought he was just smoking cigarettes. I didn't know you hung out with him. I didn't know. Dude. I didn't, <laughs> they were in there, They were in there, and I was standing outside the green room being like two. I was like, I don't want to fucking stay yeah, in my room. Yeah, I want to yeah. check myself. Those are good MC instincts, by yeah. the way. But they were just, well, yeah, you never want to be like the, uh, like, some, hey, what's up? Some people just move into the green room. Like some people who MC at a club, they will come hang out in the green room just because they play the club on like Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Yeah. And it's really fucked up. And Bad so look. it's it's just a dumb idea. And like, oh, yeah. and a headliner might not even kick you out, but you're just off the fucking list. You know? And they are talking shit on you right when you leave. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah. And, and it's the same type of person to crash the green room is the same type of person to talk a lot, right? Like nobody crashes the green room without just sitting, just sitting yeah. there quietly. Can so, I just watch? No, they're like, <laughs> oh, well, this open mic this week. You'll never yeah. believe what happened. It's like, right. yeah, I will. Yeah. Well, I was, I was starstruck. Like that was the only time oh, I've course, ever really yeah, had it because, because Tyson was so, um, my dad used to steal all of his fights. You know what I mean? We used what to watch him. Oh, and, yeah, like cable-wise? Illegal yeah. cable. Yeah. One of those illegal cable boxes. And I was just shaking his hand, and I was, like, trying to, like, say something to him. He's like, he's like just look at the camera. And I was like, okay. And like, I, I was, like, scared of it because right. he could fucking... I was way bigger than him, but yeah. he... He knows what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said that he you were way bigger than him as if... That he, makes any difference, dude. Well, I mean, because he's larger than life, but he's not larger than me. He's maybe the most menacing, <laughs> menacing you know guy in history, dude. Yeah, I mean, he just, just I'm thinking about it right now. Like, he can look at a person and be like, it just his weaknesses. Oh, Everywhere yeah. he's like, that's a weakness, that's a weakness, that's a weakness. I'm pointing, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I assume right, my face is a weakness. You know what I mean? He, he's, he's like a YouTube commenter. He's just pointing out weaknesses. He's just like, mm, 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 mm. Right, yeah. And he's also wild. used to being famous. He's like, just look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you a fighter? Did you ever get into fights? I don't fight much. I got yeah. in a fight like in the first grade. And I used to, like, I didn't hold back back then. <laughs> Again, you? you know, I could win yeah. a fight. But um, I avoid fights like, like anything now. Like, I don't want to get in a fight. Me too, man. I heard, uh, I was standing next to Joe Rogan one time and he said, never fight anyone in public. And I was like, thank God a fighter said that. Now I have an excuse. Yeah. yeah. You know, because and because he had a point though. He's like, you, you could get sued. You don't know what's going to happen to you. You don't know when it's going to happen to the other person. But after a certain age, my instincts were, let's not fight. Whatever that is, yeah. yeah Dude, I I've told this before, but there was a kid, uh, a buddy's like brother, like a friend of a friend's brother, knocked some dude out when I was like in middle school. They were in high school or like right after like college. You know, knocked some dude out and he hit his head on the curb, died. Guy yeah. went to jail. Ooh. Dude, like just that's like that. Just like a bar fight that thousands of them happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Guy went to jail. Manslaughter. Yeah. You also get all, the older you get, the more you realize people don't fuck around. Yeah. And people, somebody went like, and you also realize that people can kill you. Like yeah. you said, like that guy didn't even want to kill the guy. No, yeah. no. But, accidentally. But, and speaking of weaknesses, there's people that fucking know and there's people that know what to do and they'll just fucking do it. And you can be like permanently injured. It's so terrifying that any day of your life this could happen. That's not to think about. Yeah, I try not to yeah. think about yeah. it ever until well, now right I am now. Thinking yeah, about exactly, it. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> until right this moment. Yeah. Dude, have you ever seen anyone get knocked out or like unconscious? I'm not sure that I have. I, I want to say I'm sure I have. Yeah. But on the other hand, I think I would remember it. And I'm going to say no. I watched someone get choked out once. And that Ugh. was 
That was like that it. was a couple of months ago on the train when you were there. <laughs> yeah. watching oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, my Michael hero. Jackson impersonator. Gets my hero, up. dude. He protected all of us. Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, I I watched a friend like choke out another friend just in a game. Yeah, you know, you ever do that in like high school? That oh, was like that shit that took no. over. Where <laughs> I never did that, dude. Me neither. That was like big in our high school for a minute, and uh, yeah, they would just do it in the locker room. And I remember this kid passed out, and I was like. That was the scariest thing. You wake up and you don't know where you are. Even girls did that shit. It's like that terrifying. was a weird little thing. I never did that, but somehow I feel like it was around me, like people passing out on purpose. Yeah, that's terrifying. I this the scary and you mentioned a story that you saw like this before Dylan, but I went to uh, visit my friends when I was in college up at Penn State. It's like a huge huge party school and they were playing Temple. And these two guys, like, we're just walking past the tailgate or, like, getting into it. And one dude was, like, a taller, lanky dude. Another dude was, like, just yoked up, like, ripped dude. And they're like, fuck you. You want to go? You want to go? And the ripped dude blows his own, just Hulk Hogan's his shirt off. And the other guy is still ready to fight. If somebody, and and I'm thinking, like, Uh -uh. in the moment, I'n like, if somebody Hulk Hogan's at me, this isn't their first rodeo. I'm it's, out it's a total psych out move, and I think yeah. I'm going to adopt it. But because, but hey. because you, you're halfway there if you rip your shirt off. Dude, he, back, <laughs> he backed up the Hulk Hogan move. If, uh, he rolls on this dude and hits him once. The dude drops like a ton of bricks, and he gets on top of him. The guy's already unconscious. Other people are punching this meathead in the back of the head. Yeah. It's not phasing him, and he is just hitting an unconscious man. Oh, That's what I'm talking God. about. And... Dude, it like me and my buddy Brian are walking back to the apartment that we were hanging out at and didn't say a word after we saw that. Uh huh. Like, that rocks dude, that dude might be dead. Right. It's and it's it's like even traumatic just to watch. Oh, but yeah. that's that's what I mean. Like that that you can do. Well, you can't in UFC. You can't hit them when they're unconscious, right? No. Yeah. But you can hit with them when they're on the ground. Yeah. And like we're to that level. There used to be like some sort of. Uh, I'm assuming. Like I said, yeah, I wasn't yeah. a big fighter. Yeah. But word on the street is like if you're on the ground, that was it. Yeah. That was it. Like you couldn't touch them if yeah. they were on the ground. Those were like the rules. <laughs> uh, this is it's like never hit a girl right. and never hit someone when they're on the ground. Right. And now it's like oh no. If you were fighting someone, you better be able to run away because if they get up, they're going to still come at you. I blame UFC and World Star Hip Hop. Yeah. Some of those old, <laughs> dude. Some of those old UFC fights. Do you ever see those? No, where I don't watch much of that. I grew some. I've seen some of the old ones before they started being like CTE. It was uh, just dudes in jeans, yeah, like fighting boots. And then like that's, when you were out, they would just go to town while terrible, you were unconscious. Man. Then they would pull you off. Ugh. Now it's like, let's stop the fight before. Then it was like, we got to make sure they're out. And yeah, it's like, God. Jesus. It's too much for me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like violence, man. I'm getting to the point where I don't even like violence in like action movies and shit. I'm getting to the point where like it's too much. <laughs> because our world is becoming too violent. And I'm like, it's too much. You don't like, like it uh, used to be fantasy. And now I'm like, well, maybe, you know, when I go to yeah. Walmart. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's true, dude. You don't like John Wick? I, I like John it all right. I like it <laughs> yeah. all right. I like it all right. But I don't, I've only seen the first one, and, uh-huh. and I enjoyed it. But I was like, but that's right around the time yeah, when I was getting yeah. to like, yeah, you know, maybe some more comedies in my life, maybe some dramas, <laughs> not so much action. Dude, I actually, I, I, this is, I just saw something where Matt Damon gave an interview, and he was talking about like why there were so many good movies in the '90s. Did you ever see this? No. It's like you think about the movies in the '90s that came out. It was all these great, great like 
uh, Dead Poet Society and Goodwill Hunting, all these really good movies. And they asked him, they were like, why don't they make those today? And he said, he was like, because DVD sales went away. Mm-hmm. And back then, you could put however much money into a movie. And if you didn't make it back on the premiere, yeah. when on like the theater run, you would make, you would double your money basically right. with the DVD sales. So now DVD sales are gone. There's no that second bump of money. So people don't go to theaters either. And people yeah. don't go yeah. to theaters. So now they have to do movies that like are guaranteed to make money. This weekend's actually in the theater. was like so exciting. Like two people, yeah. people were talking about, the whole internet was talking about two movies yeah. Yeah. that you had to go see if you wanted to see it. Yeah. That's fucking wild, man. I can't remember the last time that happened. I loved it though. Because like, I love going to the movies. Yeah. I, I love, love going the, movies. the movies too. Me man. too. That's one of my favorite fucking things in the world the to do. Because, um, for the most part, everybody shuts up for two hours. <laughs> for the most for part. For the most part. Speaking of violence. Yes. Depending <laughs> on where you are in the city. It uh, fires me the fuck up, I go crazy. Up, dude, when people talk during a movie. Yeah, I know. But people do People do it everywhere. We were just uh, we were just talking off mic. I, I was uh, uh, telling a story about, I went to a like an off-Broadway play, like a professional play, like, you know, $70 for the cheapest ticket. And there were fucking hecklers. Yeah, dude. It's it's a whole new society. And like people act as if they're on camera at all times now. Most of the time they are. But it's all about like being like the biggest big yeah. shot in the fucking room. Even at a Broadway play. Yeah. Or, like, or like a movie that people paid a shitload of money to go to at this point. What I really like about it. I immediately mem- like realized that was flawed when I said people shut up. Yeah. What I really like about it is I can't pause it. I've got to pay attention to Can't it look at your and phone. I get lost yeah. in a moment and it's, and it's like a huge screen that like is overwhelming. It's actually a little loud for me these days. Sometimes I bring <laughs> I'm like, I like embrace oh, like old age early. Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah, no, I'm an old man now. Like this shit's too loud. I don't understand these kids. Dude, you're going to, you're going to live for the moment you get hearing aids where you just turn them off. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I feel wait. like that's what you can't wait for. I saw a comic and I hate doing this on podcast. I don't know who to give this credit to, yeah. but there's a comic with, um, with a, you know, a, what do you call it? hearing aids? Yeah. And he's like, he says to his wife every night, he's like, okay, anything you want to talk about? Because I'm about to take on my hearing aids. <laughs> and like, once the hearing aids are out, that's so that's, funny. That's just gotta wait till tomorrow. I, <laughs> that's yo, a hilarious thing to do. I had a, uh, I had a show I did one time at like it was like a fire department Christmas party I did. It was like a gig salad show, mm-hmm. and there was the, um, there was two. Uh, poker tables at the front of the stage. So it was this type yeah. of show. And they're having yeah. active, po- active poker games. And the guy running the show, I'm like, uh, hey, uh, are we going to stop the game so we could do the show? And he's like, no, no, no. They'll do their thing. You do your little thing. I was like, okay, perfect. This is my, this is my dream. And and I get on stage and like I, I like say, like, hey, how's everybody doing? And this old dude at the, at the poker table goes, you're too loud. <laughs> And then I think I'm clever. Like, like I'm like, I'm yes. like, I'm like, hey, well, then why don't you turn down your fucking hearing aid, old man? <laughs> and he has the better comeback of going, you're right. Turns down his hearing aids. <laughs> I'm saying stuff to him the rest of the show. He doesn't hear shit. That's brilliant. And now he can get into the poker oh, game. But hilarious. you need to explain to the audience what a gig salad gig is. Because oh, yeah. I, I've signed up for this. Okay. But without paying. So it was like. I remember it was like in the Ohio area, oh, and now God. we get all these gigs for uh, Ohio gigs. But basically, to my knowledge, and you can fill in if you like, it's like it's like abnormal events. 
Like you were just talking it's about, like a Christmas party. I got one for a Christmas party birthday in Birthday party. Today. Yeah. Dude, it's never anything ideal for stand-up comedy. It's always a hell gig, and it's... There's one thing if you're playing a shitty bar gig in, like, rural Pennsylvania. Yeah. But at least it's something they do every week. And they, and they know what they're doing yeah, to a yeah. certain extent. This is just somebody... Right, like I did. This wasn't um, this doesn't gig salad, but this was a horrible gig. It was like, like uh, two hours outside of Kansas City, in Missouri or Kansas, I can't remember. Uh, and it was like a farmer's Christmas party. And goddamn, if I didn't fly for four hours and drive for two hours just to ruin their fucking Christmas party. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I had no intention of ruining it. Oh. I wanted to, you know, I wanted it to be good. And there were moments where I'm like, okay, this is good. And then like, it just didn't end well. And so it felt like it wasn't good because it kind of wasn't good. Oh, it's totally and I had like all this just Catholic guilt. Those are nice people. Those <laughs> you, are good you ruined people. their day. I fucking ruined their day. It's did like, you, did you hang? after not really yeah not really. <laughs> really out of there i i did enough to be like that ah, doesn't phase me everything's cool everything's cool and then like 15 minutes later i was out of there oh, and hilarious. just like fucking just like beating myself up like you should have prepared you should have got like everyone's name More jokes about tractors and yes i i i did I, I yeah but at this point i've forgiven myself well i was gonna say you do know that you couldn't prepare well that like i mean in a way, like you can and, and you can't. It's still gonna be a. Yeah. It's still gonna be a struggle. Yeah, yeah. And you're always gonna be an outsider. And like, I've, I'm always gonna come off as like like some kind of city guy, who who thinks he knows everything or think something you're better than us. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like no. Back in a big no, city, yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Oh, Back so in the big city. Back in a big city. You guys got trains out here? What's going on? You guys got internet yet? Yeah, like, uh, Wi-Fi is uh, it's the computer, but in the sky. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're feeding us all. I know. Uh, yeah, dude. Dude, wild. Do you see that? Do you know that uh, Bill Gates is the largest owner of farmland? In the country. Didn't know that. Isn't that fucked up? Doesn't that really scare you? It's it weird. Should. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. That's, it seems like two ends of the spectrum. It seems Too like much. The, the ultimate futuristic city society. And yeah. then like, and you're saying there's a lot of farmland as mm -hmm. well. That's, that's interesting. And he's got, he's got that big push for everybody going like soy. Like everybody should eat soy. That's we right. should have all meat, Smart. meat veggie products. No, it's not, dude. For him, because yeah, <laughs> he can make a ton of <laughs> fucking money. He's doing all these things. Like everyone should only eat plant based meat now. Uh, and like, meanwhile, he's. I feel like plant based is like kind of like based on a true story. It's like yeah. it's not really like you look at the the. What you feel that? I always feel good when I eat like a, a veggie burger or something. Then you look at the ingredients. Oh, it's horrible and like, for you. There's like 48 yeah. ingredients. Oh, it's all like it's all this processed like oil and carcinogens, right. and it's probably right. not worse than the fried food. And we you don't all see eat. any plants. No, in there, <laughs> and it tastes too good to yeah, be. Right, I know. Right. I know what a salad fucking yeah. tastes like. But they do use the same chemicals on beef, though. Yeah, sure. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like Burger King's not really like flame broiled like that. They like they put a powder on it. Oh and they, really? And, and it's like yeah. Oh shit! I, I didn't know that. Did you you just fucking ruined his day? Oh dude. god! <laughs> I don't know. You ever say something? You're like, am I 100 percent right? But I know that they it's do. They is. do put chemical. They do put chemicals oh, on bet. it to like make it taste like like backyard barbecue. Well, well that's that's what I was just gonna ask. Is are, are either of you too smart? No. Okay. Not really. I would say I'm I'm somewhat intelligent, but. Well, because because I um my you you mentioned the farmland thing. My buddy who is one of my 
best friends in the world, childhood friend growing up. But he is—he's gotten very Republican over the uh-huh. years, and he loves bringing up. He like, is a sick puppy. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and he. <laughs> All right, Perfect. six more to go. And he <laughs> loves bringing things up, like you know, like like telling me how like I should be scared and all this right. stuff. And the other day, he just goes, "Well, you know, China owns most of the farmland in America." Uh huh. And I'm so stupid that I, I mean, I immediately go, "That can't be true." Right. But I don't have the facts to be like, "This is why it's not true." This is what's so hard nowadays. Yeah. It's like we can't agree on what's true, uh, even if. There is the truth you can find. It's hard to keep track of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's changing a lot. And then, you know, you find like you think you know everything when someone comes with some talking points at you that you're not familiar with. You're like, I don't know. Oh, and he's rocking with them. Right. And, and I don't know if it's true. And I'm you don't like, know. And like, what, what, and like, what are you going to do? And like, say you win the argument. What then? Like, yeah. like, it's all so silly. I've gotten to the point where like, you vote your way. I'm voting oh, my yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, I don't, I, I can't, we're not going to like convince each other at this point. But it's, isn't that a, that's a wild claim. And it could be true. It and might you, be and true. you still haven't looked it up. No. Dude, I know. <laughs> and I still don't know. Two weeks ago. Yeah. And if we do look it up, where are we looking? The fucking internet. Yeah. yeah. Is that going to give you the truth? <laughs> it's going to give you two versions of two different answers. Yeah. Depending you know? on what else you've Googled. Right, that's it. right, there you go. I didn't even think about Depending that. Depending on what else you've Googled, right. it's going to give you the one that you want to say. Exactly, you know? yeah. Oh. Dude, I actually, this just made me think of it when you said that, but uh, you know BlackRock? I don't know BlackRock, no. BlackRock's like this huge, massive investment, hedge fund, whatever, where they're the ones that buy, they buy up all that real estate around the country, all those like, you know, $100,000 homes, and then they flip them, and then they own them. They own so much private property in the country. It's crazy. Uh-huh. And I went on a date with a girl who worked for BlackRock, and, uh-huh. she, and I was like, are you insane? I go, are you crazy? She's like, oh, it's a great company. And I was like... <laughs> They're going to own the entire country. What are you talking about? Yeah, They're yeah. the reason we can't buy homes. Right. Like, oh, is that is that what it is? Like they of, buy yeah. everything up and then... They buy everything up and But it's they like, don't yeah. need to sell it? Yeah, no, they don't need to. They rent it. That's yeah, their big thing. They'll yeah, either yeah, flip yeah, them or they rent them. So right. like if you can buy a home right. for like a hundred grand in yeah. like Wisconsin, you can just rent it from a right. BlackRock owned. And yeah. it's also like, who knows if there's foreign money in there. And Was she a homeowner? Uh, per, no, she lives in the city. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's wild. I, I didn't want to know how much she made, but I was also in that like first date. Maybe we'll go home together. So I didn't sure. want to be like, how much you make to sell your soul? <laughs> right. How much? And it is. I do think you can Google that. Like oh, entry sure, level yeah. positions at BlackRock. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. He's googling it right now. Yeah, I'll look it up. Entry level price for. But BlackRock. you gotta assume it's one of those businesses, like every business, where you're not making that much unless you're at the top. Oh, I bet. I like when they judge certain businesses as a pyramid scheme, and you're like, aren't. All pyramids. Most are pyramid <laughs> schemes. I remember like way back in my open mic nights, speaking of bringer shows, this guy that ran a bringer show brought me over and he showed me like this business he wanted to be a part of and the graphic was actually a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some are pretty heavy handed. <laughs> like he's just like, hey dipshit, no, this is no, a pyramid no. scheme. But the pyramid can always get bigger. You just got to get more. We'll add another level underneath and that's your people. I already knew I wasn't going to do it because he's like, yeah, come over for some pizzas and beers and we got there and the pizza was DiGiorno. Uh, you know uh, what I mean? He made a frozen pizza. Uh, and I'm like, no, nah, this business clearly can't be that good. If you can't order delivery. This says 56000 a year starting salary. That's not bad, but it's also not great. Yeah, no, it's not. 
I think it's not good. Probably more than but I've it ever says, made in a year. Although this one says BlackRock pays on average its employees nine hundred eighty thousand dollars a year. So that probably means at the top they're making right. you know millions so and millions of dollars. It's so funny to think like oh fifty six that's all right. What are you doing with that in New York? This this girl this woman lived in New York. Like what can you do yeah. with fifty six? Yeah, you give it you give it to your roommates. You know what I mean? Like you're still paying rent it's and crazy. having roommates. I just I saw something else. I'm, I'm getting like real conspiratorial on this podcast. Oh, right. Lots of facts. that means this podcast can be big. Facts, <laughs> uh, I saw something. This guy broke down like how we we live in the best time right now, and the Great Depression was the worst time in history financially. Mm-hmm. And he did this whole breakdown where like th- back then it was like it was like five thousand dollars a year was like average, and like to live on that is disgusting. Like you can't believe it. There's right. Poverty lines, people living in tents in the park. Yeah. And you think like regular people, that's nuts. Soup lines. And uh, he did this breakdown where it was like whatever they were making in the Great Depression, the equivalent today would be like $110,000 a year. Wow. Oh, shit. Like some disgusting where it's like we're not How does that work? making that. Dude, if you knew what I've made some of the years that I've lived in New York, yeah. you would be shocked. I've had two good years. <laughs> Like Ever? financially. I haven't had To where I yet. looked at it and I'm like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to do my taxes, man. <laughs> my accountant's going to be impressed. Are you saying two good years ever? Yeah. I'm hoping the to have rest, one of those. The rest of it is you just, you know, fighting. I've had, I've had a lot of decent years. I've, I've had, had a lot of good weeks. Yeah. It's <laughs> my favorite thing. Ray, yeah. Ray always says, he goes, catch me on a good week and I'll buy a bunch of drinks. No yeah. I, I said, I'm rich like three days a year. Exactly. Because it doesn't matter. You say, like, oh, put it in the bank. It's not enough to put in the bank. It's no. enough to buy two sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> it's enough to have fun. Exactly. Yeah. What are you getting? Sandwich. Oh, and chips? I got it. You get the soda. You get your soda. Yeah. 16 Ray's, ounces. Ray's having one of those weeks he was bragging yeah. about. Again. He's guawking it up. Yeah. <laughs> are you a... Add guac. Add yeah. You know it's an extra $6. I got it. Mm. Are you Make a- that burrito wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want it to drip out of my hands. <laughs> I want it like soup. Are you, are you a big drinker, man? I used to be a very, very big drinker to the point where it was a priority, and now I can't stand when I drink too much. Really? Like, I'm already bummed while I'm buzzing. Like, really? oh, man. Because it got to the point where um, I can't sleep if I drink more than... Three beers, and I try to keep it at two. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, because I'm already a bad sleeper, and yeah. then and then the booze, it, it just I can't sleep. If I get wasted, I'm I'm like I'm so bummed. Yeah. I'm like, but then I, I have to switch it to positive and be like, well, you're just gonna smoke weed and tomorrow you're not doing anything tomorrow. Yeah. You're just not doing anything tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. and you're gonna smoke weed and you're gonna fucking eat horrible food. It's gonna be great. Like I have to convince myself it's gonna be great because I can't face that yeah. night, that sleepless night. Yeah, you know. I was literally with you, and then I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I also can't sleep when I drink eighteen beers. Right, I right, like, right, I right. literally, I like have such a hard time sleeping. The next morning, I'll be up at six a.m. and I'm just uh-huh. laying in bed yeah. for six hours, being like, "What did I do?" You get last like three night? hours of sleep. Yeah, yeah. what did I That's say to people? Did, yeah, Who oh, knows? oh, that that, that yeah, anxiety, that not knowing. Yeah, it's just, it's just it's all terrible. And without all that negative thing, it's like I like it way more than weed. But with all, but in the yeah. real world, I like weed a million times better. In other words, I like the buzz of alcohol better, but I like the lifestyle of weed sure. way better. Do you yeah, like? Are you trouble. more ed- edibles or smoker? I, I like them both. Both. Yeah. 
we talk about this all the time, but edibles, can't do them. I can do them. I can do them. How much, though? Yeah. Not a lot. I go easy. Like like five? Ten. Ten? And if if it's a couple days in a row, I can bump up to 15. Oh, shit. Because, you know, I've got a tolerance at that point. But you know, I don't, I don't, I don't get cocky with edibles because it's a fucking nightmare if you take too much, even a little bit too much. Yeah, I, you feel like you're gonna die. You think you're gonna die. I remember one time I took too much on the day, and my poor wife. It was the anniversary of her father dying, and I thought oh, I was gonna no. die. And I'm gonna be like, this is gonna be a horrible day for her because <laughs> you know there's that paranoia too. Yeah, like, yeah. think of her. Dude, I remember, I remember. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Selfish bastard. You just want to get out of your body. You just want to uh, get the fuck out of your body. You can't fall asleep either. Yeah, no, like, you're I've, thinking. I've been thinking. high on edibles like, I just want to go. Can I just go to sleep? Yeah. Can I just right. let me go to sleep? Oh, it's hard. I, I, I took too much, just barely too much last week. So it wasn't terrible, but I found myself, like, I guess you would call it daydreaming to someone that doesn't yeah, smoke yeah, yeah. pot about like a moment I have with, uh, with my like uh, eight year old daughter, but I don't have any kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, but I'm having like a full on conversation in my yeah. head with like a kid, what it would be like to have a kid. Just cause I thought to myself, I wonder what it would be like to have a kid. Oh, yeah. It turns out it's really nice. But, but, <laughs> but, the, but, but the, I'm not going to do it. But the yeah, difference said, is I love you so much, man. What a nice, that sounds like a really nice trip. It was nice. Dude. And then I came to and I go, what am I thinking about? But that's this the difference between weed and booze is yeah. weed. You get so you get too high. You think you have a kid yeah. booze. You get too too drunk, you accidentally have a kid. <laughs> Great point. Or yeah. neglect your kid. Yeah. <laughs> were you a blackout when you were boozing? I am a very good drinker, and I don't really get that blackout. Oh, shit. I, I can get there. In fact, I'm such a good drinker when I'm wasted. I tell people, hey, I'm wasted right now. Because I am, yeah. um, I don't know if there's anything to Irish blood. I, I, I do think there is, there like, is. generational... Uh, trauma and, and body types yeah. and everything. And I can drink so much that I'm actually like way better in person because like I, uh, <laughs> I, I like, I'm, I'm calm and I'm, I don't have anxieties and yeah. I, I can concentrate and I can speak slow yeah. and I can. So like, if I do happen to drink too much, I will tell my wife or anyone I'm talking to, as soon as the conversation gets heavy, I'll go, I have to tell you, I'm like, probably blackout drunk right now <laughs> and they don't believe me. And then I tell them what I've drank and they go, Oh, okay. All right. And then they still want to talk for some reason, but, but I have to, I have to tell you like my perspective might be different tomorrow. I'm wasted right now. It's like, I'm really good at drinking. I envy those. Dudes. You wake up the next day. You're like, you know what? I thought about it. We shouldn't start that business. There's a lot of that. We, a lot of that. I yeah. think there's too much overhead. Yeah. I don't yeah. think a pancake yeah. factory is going to work right. in the city. I mean. Weed I'm new at. Uh, and I do believe it's helped me quit drinking. Cause I can just go, Oh, well, you can just smoke weed. Yeah. But I can't do it at a party. I can barely do it in front of my wife who doesn't judge me very hard. Yeah. I just feel like, I feel like my superpowers are gone. It's the opposite. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm not quick witted and I can't even, it doesn't even like connect exactly. I'll be talking about something that we're not talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm the you exact know? same way. Yeah. I am the exact same way. Like I feel, I'm firing on all cylinders when I'm a certain level of drunk, mm-hmm. but see, I don't have the thing you do. Cause I eventually hit a point where I'm <laughs> fucking, I'm comatose, but, but with weed, I'm like, dude, I feel lame and insecure in public. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, why did you just say I can't go that? out. Yeah. You smoke weed, I'm like, I'm good. Whereas Inside. It, yeah. Whereas alcohol is a delay. It's 
12 hours later, you're like, why did I say that? Oh, yeah. 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 Because, because in the moment, if you say something stupid, you're like, fuck them if I said something stupid. Exactly. Losers. Oh, my the God. The next 24 hours, you're like, why, why did I say that? Why? And then, did, they, did that sound weird? What's yeah. going on? And then sober at a party is no picnic either. I mean, I do that sometimes, too. But yeah. That's usually where I eventually, I, like, I bring an edible in my pocket, and I'm like, I gave up booze completely yeah. for January, and I don't mean to shit on sobriety because I think it's awesome, but yeah. I find it like kind of boring. Yeah, and um, yeah. I think that's pretty much the general consensus, especially at a party. Yeah. Yeah. Parties are overwhelming to me, and I really do like drinking at, at them, anyways. But anyways, uh, I don't even—I forget my point. I just know I'll take an edible, and then it'll creep yeah. in, and it'll start to be fun, and then all of a sudden I'll be like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> right now." The heat starts coming, and I don't say goodbye or nothing. Just yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. I like that you keep it in your pocket just in case, like a cyanide pill. Just in case I want to have a bad time. <laughs> That's your exit, dude. <laughs> That's your exit. Right. Yeah. It's like exit will begin in dink. What's dink, the what's the dink. most trouble you got yourself in boozing? Boozing, um, you know, I don't make bad decisions when I drink. I make just bad decisions when I'm hungover. It causes depression. Oh, and I'll just be like, I'll just I'll just think negatively and make like negative choices or make like big decisions that I shouldn't be making. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm going to fucking move. I'm moving, you know, <laughs> and I'll just fucking move with no money in the bank. <laughs> Stuff like that. You've done that. I've done that. Yeah. How far? I, I moved from LA to New York about 11 years ago. <laughs> that wasn't all my fault. The people that told me they had a room for me, they didn't really have a room for me. Oh, you know God, what I mean? Dude. But I was, it was like just before the iPhone era. Oh my God. Where it's like, I should have been like, take a picture, but, but they were close friends. And I was like, they say they got a room, they got a room. Oh. And they just didn't have a room. They had like a hallway. Like they had like, you know, like, you know, a railroad? Like this yeah, is yeah, a railroad. Yeah, yeah, this is a railroad. But, you know, it was like a mini hallway. And oh. I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> and just, then I ended no, up. No, there's a curtain. It's fine. Then I ended up in like a crazy like old warehouse that probably wasn't even like that legal. I had to walk through someone's kitchen to get oh. into my little apartment. So in That's other so words, funny. I had three roommates in my section of the floor where there's walled off and everything. It was like kind of like build your own wall. Yeah. And, yeah. and I remember I had to walk through this young couples, their kitchen was right here and their, their privacy room with the door was right here. But I had to walk through like on a Sunday night, you'd walk through their kitchen while they're cooking and having like a private time. Oh, and it's just like, yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Did, you know, did you not have access to that kitchen? It was just that there. wasn't my kitchen. There was a kitchen in my apartment. There was a kitchen in my apartment. That's insane. But, but like, the kitchen was also part of the living room, and I didn't know my roommates that well. And one of my roommates was like a chef, so everything was like hers. Oh. And I always felt like weird using her like, stuff yeah. and everything. You know, it was it was a crazy scenario. I didn't. That's I lasted like wild. nine months, and then I went back to uh, my friend had a guest house in uh, East LA, and I just went back there and just like regrouped. From there, and I was, so because funny. when I was, you know, you get cocky, or I got cocky, because I moved out to LA when I was like 23, and, and really got pretty far out there, and yeah. I'm like, of course I can do it again. What I didn't realize is I was like, leaving everything I built behind me. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like and the credits didn't transfer. Yeah, and to have your own apartment, and okay, like, it was at a tough time in my career, is like, but you have the apartment. You can find the extra hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah. When you yeah. like, give it all up, you gave it all up. And that's the type of shit I mean. Like, so I'm drinking and I'm doing like alcoholic type shit, like not talking to people, like forget a therapist, like just not talking to anybody and just making these like making that's just 
that's like the most concrete example I can think of. That's the Irish stuff in you too. Yeah, yeah it's just like yeah. I'm doing it. I'm fucking doing it. Fuck every. It was almost. Yeah. It almost was like a fuck everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. people aren't thinking about yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. People aren't like fuck Matt. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I'm taking like a lull in my career personally, which is so stupid. Yeah. You know, because it happens to so many people, and it happens to everyone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's, good, that's good advice. You you accidentally gave me good comedy advice. One is that time. right? Yeah, you did. Uh, I don't know if it was accidentally. But I'm good at giving other people advice. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm terrible at taking my own advice, even. But we were. Um, I think it was when you moved back here because you uh-huh. moved back to New York. 2018, I moved back. Okay. Yeah. I bumped into you at the stand and mm-hmm. we were talking and I was when I was running a show there. I was like, hey, I was like, I was like, uh, and we didn't run another show, but, <laughs> but, but I, was, I was like, hey, I was like, I think we're going to have another show. Yeah. Soon. I was like, I'll let you know. I'd love to have you. And you were like, yeah, yeah. I was like, but that's really all I got going on. I was like, I was like, I'm a fucking nobody. And you were like, <laughs> you look at me and you got real calm. And you go, buddy, we're all nobody. There's only like three somebodies at this. <laughs> And then you go, and it's weird. One of them's right there. And you just point, and like Bill Burr was just right, randomly right, sitting right, at a table. Right, right, right. That's wild. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's it. When you think of it like that, it sounds like maybe to some people that might sound like pessimistic, but I think that's the most optimistic thing yeah. I've ever heard about it's comedy. It's not. It's like we're all, we're all here, like doing this. And, and you have Ray has good weeks sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we all have our moments, most of us. We all, and you look at like this SAG strike and the writer's strike. And most of the people who are successful, technically, have to work day jobs, have to fight for their payday, have to, and, and like, like, it can be pretty blue collar. And I saw somebody on Twitter like, you're fucking with the wrong people studios. Like, we know how to take shit. We know how to yeah, not yeah. work for yeah. a year. Yeah. We know how to survive. You're dealing with cockroaches, you dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah. You're dealing with how, Mar- you know how much I can... Stretch a thousand dollars, dude. You're dealing with people that on a whim will move across the country and live in a fucking hallway, baby. Yeah, and then dude. move right back. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, it was wor- a cleansing. You the know? worst decision I've ever made hungover was like watching Battleship. That was it. <laughs> you were like, well, let's move across the country. That's funny. Dude, I, I moved to New York and I, I was the first year I was here, I slept on a futon in a living room. And it was the futon that came with the apartment. <laughs> so it was like a rickety old futon. And that if I would have brought a book into bed with me, it would have broke. Yeah, like that's how big yeah, of a dude yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just so uncomfortable. Like every night, like I would like wake up from like one of the, like the pieces of it just breaking. And I was like, this doesn't have much more yeah, fucking time. Yeah. So yeah. That Th- fucking... Those times in your life, they end, but they last too long. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like this too shall pass. Yeah. In a fucking while. Yeah. In a long while. This, this is too pass. shall pass. It's gonna be here. But this week you're still fucked. Yeah. Did you ever sleep? I used to sleep on an air mattress yeah, for a long time. Definitely. And dude, I remember it used to uh I got it from Bed Bath and Beyond and they have like a great exchange policy, probably while they're going out of business. Uh-huh. But dude, that thing I would sleep on it for three months and then it would pop. It would like the the chambers inside. Yeah. So then for like another month, I would just sleep with this huge bump it's, it's that was in the middle existence. and then it would go flat. I'd bring it back to Bed Bath. I'd be like, I don't know, it just popped. And they're like, you know, you're not supposed to sleep on this every night. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Of course, it's guests, you know, <laughs> you it's better to sleep on the floor. Oh, it's you know horrible. what I mean? Like it's less, it's horrible. less sad to put a couple blankets down and Brutal. sleep on the floor because the floor is not going to. Cause, cause you do wake up in the middle of the night like concaved out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so and it's just sad. a reminder. Mm-hmm. Like in the middle of the night, you're you're you time. Yeah, where you don't have to think about the world. 
Now you're thinking about your bills yeah. at 3.30 a.m. And you have to get back to sleep. <laughs> the universe is just like, hey, don't forget you're poor. <laughs> it's time, time to wake up. Yeah. Dude, nothing's time more... to de- to work, asshole. <laughs> nothing's more depressing than getting woken up to just air leaking. And you're yeah. just like, it's just like, mm-hmm. You're like, fuck. God damn it. Has anyone ever macked out and got a girl back to an air mattress before? Has that ever I have. happened? You've I have. Done it? Yeah, yeah, a few times. That's really good. Yeah, Congratulations. Dude. Yeah. I remember when I moved out of my I moved out of my place in Boston. I sent everything with me and I slept on an air mattress there for like three months. And there were and I was like, Yeah, I'm 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 moving to New York. Uh this is all temporary. And they were like, No, this is great. This <laughs> I was is for like, three years. Hey, I'm sorry that this is so uncomfortable. They were like, No, I had a great sleep. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's I moved so back funny. in. I can't my, believe congratulations, yeah, by yeah. the way. I moved yeah. back in with my mom when I was like twenty six uh-huh. for a couple of years. Yeah. And I remember like bringing girls back and like telling them lies about why right. I was there. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would always be like, yeah, they're fucking, you know, they're doing something with the apartment complex I was living in. So I got to pop back here for a couple Listen, of months. You're, that's good for both of you. Yeah. Like, like the woman's going to be happier that way too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice not a bi- It's not a big enough lie that like, you know, it's not like all of a sudden you didn't use a rubber because it's your mom's house. Yeah. It's not on that level. I don't know what y'all's preferences are, but it's mom, not like you fooled somebody. My mom's very bad. Catholic, so if we yeah. are going to have sex here, right. I cannot wear a condom. House rules. Yeah. House <laughs> rules. Under. <laughs> Nope, mom. Nope, we're all good up here. Well, let me go talk to my mom then. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Let's, let's, I got to run this by Jamie if you want to wear a condom. Can but. I sleep over? Uh, I'm going to have to check with my mom. She's got a busy schedule tomorrow. I did During during that period of time, I did have a uh, a, a girl that I, that I kind of sort of dated a little bit in the past, and then she wanted to hang out. And I was like, hey, just so you know, I live with my mom now, so if you wanted to come over after we grab drinks... And I came over and she was, she was like, she was a strange girl and she yeah. had, uh, she had just gotten into like a, a fender bender, but she called it like a car accident. Right. And she was like, she was like, yeah, like ever since the accident, I've been having to wear gloves and like my, you know, <laughs> and like, so she's wearing like these wool gloves and we get back to my mom's house. I almost said my apartment. No, it was my mother's <laughs> house. And, and I'm like, like laying in bed with her and we're hooking up and, uh, I do her a favor and then she is going to return the favor right. and like, uh, and she's going to she's going to give me a hand job uh-huh. and uh and she goes is it okay if i wear the gloves <laughs> oh my god and i just remember being like no, that's where I gotta put my foot down. No, you gotta take the gloves off. It was like a fu- like they were like wool gloves. Why was she wearing gloves? Because she she said it had to do with her with her issue. Because it's it- already a bottom of the rung favor. Yeah, and then to just ruin it like that. <laughs> Is just just don't just don't bother. Oh my god! I can do it. This is the one thing I can do myself. I didn't even. Uh, do you know what happened before that? Is uh, this is all coming back to me? Is I she wanted to just come over, and I was like, ah, we can't just hang out at my mom's house. Let's go to Red Robin. So we drive to a Red Robin, which is actually right by the Pittsburgh Improv. Right? Oh my it comes god. full circle, and we drive to the Red Robin, and then we're and I notice I don't have gas in my tank. Like, but I want to get home because I can't afford to buy gas because my fucking paycheck's not clearing till the next day. Uh, I know that shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and, uh, and we break down on like my grandfather's street 
I have to call my mom. It's like cold out. I call my mom. I was like, hey, do you think you can bring me some gas? Because I, I didn't have any friends. And I didn't yeah. want my friends to know that I was with this girl. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Why not, dude? <laughs> and uh, whoa, 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 whoa. What about this girl, dude? It had nothing to do with how, how she on, looked. She was, she was a cute girl. She was a... She was a lunatic. They knew. They knew that. They knew yeah. that because because when I did have an apartment, she stayed at my house for like thirty six hours once, and wow. like I couldn't get her to go. <laughs> and uh, but she, uh, my so my mom comes, and like I must have been like flooding the thing, so like the gas didn't work, so I had to get jumper cables. I run to my grandfather's house to get jumper cables <laughs> while my mom sits in a car with this girl, and then she comes back to. Me and my mom's house after that and tries giving me a fucking gloved hand job. <laughs> what a day. What a <laughs> night, man. That is a rough one, dude. I oh, know. That's brutal, man. Have I never told that on you? No, that just, that just came back to me. That's insane. A gloved hand job. She did it. She, she was nice enough to take the glove off. <laughs> I know a guy that like had this. Dude, oh, I, she did? She took it off? Yeah. Oh, I love a happy ending. I'm not gay no more. Oh, I am delivered. <laughs> what is what is that? That you was never the wrong seen one. That, no. <laughs> it is uh, th that what you just heard is a clip from. It went viral. It was this clearly gay man uh -huh. who is in a an evangelical church who just oh, went through God. conversion therapy. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. saying how he's not gay no That's more. That's rough. There was a comic in LA so good. who was like, yeah, I used to be gay. He was one of the people that. You know, this scenario. Yeah. He was gay. He went and got, like, conversion therapy or whatever. And then he was there to, like, shit on homosexuality at the oh, open mic. Oh, shit. Dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and his argument. And, you know, talk about. It's, it's rare you get heckled at an open mic. Yeah. But all these comics were like, bullshit, dude. And they weren't, like, trying to be mean about it. They were just yeah. like, dude. You're gay. That's it's cool. Crazy. Like we're at the yeah. open mic. We're all we got all th kinds of yeah. things going on. <laughs> we're not here to judge gay, but we're here to judge conversion therapy. It wasn't that elaborate of a heckle, but it wow. was just like, dude, you're gay. <laughs> like, dude, you gay. And he was just like, no, I'm just a dude. Like, dudes will do anything. And everybody's like, no, dude, like, no. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> then all the dudes defending that were like got real homophobic. <laughs> not me, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> and he was just so angry he just such an angry makes you know, sense because he's it. gay and he's right, not allowed right. like he's yeah, not yeah, allowed yeah. to be yeah this guy on the button he sounded happy oh, yeah. about it i don't like men no more dude he goes he goes nuts <laughs> i like women's <laughs> it's so good and if you're watching him you're like oh this is a gay this is one of the gayest sure, guys i've sure. ever seen in my life yeah. he's gay right i know i know it's weird like you think you think society's evolving and then it just gets like sucked back under <laughs> yeah. the undertone. We got to start all over again. It's so good. Well, well, that's what that's what like living in New York and then you you said that you lived in LA. Like, yeah. Like you do go to some parts of the country where like, you know, it's fucking would I would never be gay there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Like, like we're so like, why do these fucking people just come out? And it's like, well, that guy's probably in Alabama. Yeah. 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 No. And it's so like, it's so not even on, on the radar. Like there's, there are guys in my high school who I now know are gay and you go, yeah, of course. But like, you don't even, you think like, I remember thinking like gay was just like an insult from like a John Hughes movie. Yeah. Like I didn't think it was like a real lifestyle that, that people That's actually hilarious. did. I thought it was just like an insult. And then like you moved to LA and it's like, oh, everybody's gay. Yeah. <laughs> and they were, you know, they were. If you want to work in this town, you'll be gay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so good, dude. Dude, we we're already at an hour. That's okay. uh, dude. That yeah, I think we I've do said some crazy things. An hour. That was great. <laughs> I've man. said some things that made me uncomfortable. So I think <laughs> that perfect, perfect. As like sharing. Anything uh, else? <laughs> anything else you want to add? Any? Uh, no, no. Hell I, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> That was great. I dude. want to plug my podcast, yeah. The Power of yes. How. Give them uh, all your, where they can find you, any plugs you have. It's called The Power of How, and Brennan Tassif, who was just yeah. on your podcast, is, 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 is my co-host. And I'm going to be in Philadelphia uh, again, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, October 6th and 7th. So come check me out. Details at thefullcharge.com. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Make, make, sure, make sure to follow uh, Matt on social media. You're the full charge on social at, media? At the full charge, yeah. Make, yeah. make sure to make sure to follow Matt. He's fucking hilarious. If you are Thank in the Philly area, go see him. Yes, please. Uh, perform live. Uh, me, you could find me on social media at Reza Wadney. Um, live dates. Uh, you could see me at the 7th Street Comedy Club. Uh, come coming there soon. Fridays and Saturdays, oh, they yeah. have four. They have four shows per weekend there. And uh, August seventeenth, I'll be in the cabaret room at Hilarities. August nineteenth, the Attic Comedy Club in Columbus. Come out. I need people there, please. Hell yeah! <laughs> For the love of Christ. <laughs> At Dylan Krasinski on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and at Troublemakers on all those sites. Uh, we post clips three, four, five, six times a week. Uh, six! Six! <laughs> six! Uh, new episodes are out every single Wednesday. Uh, we'll see you next week, baby. Good night! Bye.